Welcome back to the Prosperous Life Podcast, everyone. Thank you so much for showing up today. Today, my guest is not only an extraordinary person, but she's a multiple successful business owner in Utah with six companies. She owns a top-rated charcuterie company in Utah, and she's chosen life over death with her five-month coma. And she's just ready to inspire you all to keep living life to the fullest. Welcome to the show, Tiana Evertson. Thank you. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, of course. So you went from five months to coma to living an extraordinary life. Yes. And that takes a lot of purpose for somebody to be able to transform from being so close to death to living life to the fullest. Was that hard for you? Um, I, I think that there's a lot I don't remember about the experience, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think, if anything, all the best things have come from it. I think that it's a huge blessing that I've had in my yeah. life. So. And the thing that stood out to me the most is that your dad gave you a blessing essentially to bless you to either pass away or for you to choose life and you chose life mm -hmm. and I see you choosing life every single day. So that brings me back to purpose for somebody that doesn't have purpose. Where did you start to acquire your purpose as you've chosen life every day? I think that it's, I mean, how I've found mine is a lot different than a lot of people. Um, you don't have to go through a life or death situation to have that realization, but it's that hunger to want more out of life. And and then why, or like why you're here and really dig deep of how the world is different with you in it. Yeah. And what can you do that will change the world? And all of us are here to do that. And it's just a matter of why. The way I personally look at purpose is three things. One, what you're gifted at. That's where that comes mm -hmm. from. Because we all do have gifts. Mm -hmm. Two, you have to love it. Yeah. Because if you don't love it, then the gift kind of doesn't mean anything, right? Mm -hmm. Somebody gives you something at Christmas and you get a, a shirt that's a small and you're a large. It doesn't really serve you. You're like, I love it. <laughs> We've all had those gifts. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And then you have to make an impact because mm -hmm. in my opinion, you are gifted things from God. Mm -hmm. I'm a strong believer in God. But if you don't take what he's gifted you and you don't try to impact other people, in my opinion, you're not living your true purpose in the world. Mm -hmm. Like even in like if other people <laughs> believe in the universe, I feel like it's still the same. Like everyone is given something, you know, everything has... Um, you know, a place yeah. in the grand scheme of how things all come together for humanity. Like, It's like, just believing in something greater than yourself, right? right. Because uh -huh. if there's something greater than you, a higher than you, then there's always more growth to achieve. Mm -hmm. But take that away. In my opinion, that's where people get lost in this world. That's mm -hmm. where people settle. Mm -hmm. because to me, there's a difference between belief in God. And there's a difference between and knowing that there is a God because mm -hmm. a lot of people believe in God. But in my opinion, 
if you know that there's a God, Mm-hmm. then you'll act in accordance as if there was a God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of people believe but don't act. Mm-hmm. My opinion is I know that there's a God out there, so I'm going to take my purpose and I'm going to show up every single day as if God is real. Mm-hmm. Even if God isn't real, which I know he is, right. I, will, I will live an extraordinary life by that principle alone. Yeah, I think that's so true. <clears throat> and I think like just the fact that there is something that we could look at that we can aim for and and any goal anything in life I feel like if you don't have somewhere you're aiming it's hard to have any direction I mean it's hard to do anything uh intentionally if you don't have a reason behind it yeah it's kind of like the Alice in Wonderland I don't know if you've seen Alice in Wonderland or what I'm what I'm saying with that um there's a part in the movie where It's also a book. So in the book, this is the cat, I believe. And Alice is like, where, where is this way? Like, there's a sign. I'm not explaining this very well at all. (laughs) Um, But there's a sign and it's pointing all different directions. And she's asking like, well, where am I supposed to go? And he's like, well, it doesn't really matter if you don't know where you want to go. Like, you just go anywhere. You just end up wherever. And then, uh... I'm pretty sure I did not quote that perfectly. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. But I mean, if you don't know where you want to be, it doesn't matter what direction or road you take because... Just choose something. Just choose something. But... um, And stick with it. Right. If you don't know where you're headed or where you want to be, it's better to go somewhere and then turn around. And like, like, you know, it's not that road. So you're going to, okay, it's definitely not that. Close that door go down this other road, but moving, exactly. you could be, you know, it's like being a boat without sails. You don't have any way to. Don't be the driftwood. Right. <clears throat> be the boat that says, you know what? I'm going to go check out that land mm-hmm. and check it out. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't work out, you're more knowledgeable. You have more skill sets. You have more knowledge. You have more wisdom. You have the ability to take all of that forward and go try something else. Mm-hmm. It's taking the next step. And I like your analogy with Alice in Wonderland is just choose. You don't have to know which trail you want to choose because everybody has the expectation that they know exactly what they want to do at the year, age mm-hmm. of 18. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't work that way. I'm still figuring out what I want to do. Yeah. Obviously, I'm coaching. But there's a lot of other things that I want to do that I don't know what I want to do. And it's just choosing and taking the next step. Right. <clears throat> I agree. And to break down purpose that point, you can let me know what your thoughts are on this. But a way to choose if somebody's confused on, well, what do I even choose? Break it down to your gifts. What are you good at? What do you love? Start there. Mm-hmm. I think that would give some people some direction on where to go to. Mm-hmm. And bringing it down to your roots with the charcuterie boards. Mm-hmm. Did that come from you going to Italy or where does that stem from? With charcuterie, I saw there was a niche in the market and I saw there was a demand and that there is a trend rising and how easy it was for me to make it um, and do do it really well. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, wow, if these people are wanting this really nice thing, it's not that hard to make. I mean, in my perspective, you know, we had these in Italy yeah. For every dinner, it was super easy to put together. Um, but 
that experience did help me with food knowledge. And so there is that, but. What cheeses, what meat, whatever you're wanting Mm -hmm. to add on your charcuterie. Yeah. um, I'm pretty sure they banned Lunchables in Italy. So we just had some really good stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So yeah, we were not allowed to have Lunchables in our house. No hate, just, just. Just culture, I guess. Um, Lunchables are pretty bad. I mean, mean, once you've had like a nice truffle honey on a brie, oh my gosh, you can't go back. I'm just telling you, it's, you can't. (laughs) You got the fake meat, the fake cheese, you got the fake cracker. Just go with the real stuff. That is our jail time in Italy. Just don't bring it up in Italy. Just kidding. Um, just ask me first for, for some recommendations. I'll save you. It'll be a great time. Um, yeah, I mean, just acting on something. I think with trends as well is that you just got to go in for the wave. Just go in for the... Um, just go for it. Try it. And if it works, great. But really, people don't understand... Uh, this mentality sometimes because they're like, wait, but what about this risk? What about this risk? I'm like, I think I just wasn't programmed before this life with any kind of sense of risk. I think I just do things and I figure out what doesn't work and what does work. Um, and so far it's been pretty successful. So I've definitely had projects where they were maybe a great idea, but they didn't actually, you know, they weren't the best uh, for my resources or time, or like I found an idea that someone else might carry out better, or you know, I found what really works for me, so I know where all my resources should be and my attention. Yeah, and yeah, it's okay to say no to things, it's okay to start something and then quit. It's okay to quit. Mel Robbins was like on Instagram the other day, and she was like. Whoever told you that it's okay to um, never quit is not giving you the opportunity to learn because with that mentality, you can't really grow from an experience. So if you quit, it's okay to quit. Like I'm giving whoever's listening to this the permission to quit something. If it's not working, obviously, depending on what it is, don't do something crazy just because you heard this, but um, like if your lemonade stand's just not selling, but you could be selling something else, like you could be dog walking and there are a lot of dogs in your neighborhood. Obviously that's an example, but just um, know that you can be doing a lot of great things and you just have to try different things to figure out what it is that you're good at. Like you said, skills figure out what it is that is worth your time and is making the biggest impact. Yeah. So I love that you said that because quitting isn't failing. Sometimes quitting is winning Mm -hmm. because you're quitting for something greater than yourself. Mm -hmm. And I kind of look at that as, you know, a job. If you start something on your own, sure. All eyes are on you. But if you're quitting for something greater, a different business, a different investment, whatever the case is, you're leveling up. So you're quitting to win in life. Mm -hmm. It's like a job. Did you stick with that McDonald's job or you see what I'm saying? You quit the job so that you could get a better job. 
Right. And it's an upgrade. It's really. similar to business. Yeah. You, you might start a business and even run it for 20 years. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's worth it to close the doors and to move on. Mm -hmm. I'm very grateful to know and kind of brought the back this story. I don't know if you know Matt Fritchie. He's an entrepreneur mm -hmm. here in Utah. Mm -hmm. But he started out with a hot chocolate uh, food truck. Oh, my gosh. That was my <clears> first <throat> little bit. I'm sure that his is like. Yeah. Super cool. I was just an eight, like an eight year old on the corner, just trying to do hot chocolate. That is so cool. <laughs> yeah. Great way to start, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's different. You just not every lemonade stand. You, right, you got to go stand on the yeah. corner with your yeah. coat on. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. <clears throat> but he, uh, he's obviously leveled up his life. Mm -hmm. I believe that business is still in business. He just isn't doing it right himself. Mm -hmm. it, quitting to up level your life where he's at right now is absolutely extraordinary. I look up to him as an individual. He's my mentor. I'm grateful mm -hmm. to say that. But if he didn't leave his food truck and he didn't trust somebody else to run it for him, right. he would never be where he's at today. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think you have to sometimes allow yourself to open up to other things or to better things. Sometimes it doesn't have to be a complete disaster yeah. for you to like maybe sit on the shelf or um, wrap up your involvement with that project. I think in my life, at least, I like to think that there's always something better on the other, other side of, you know, it only gets better and better. In my life, you know, there's really no losses. There's only just like wins. bigger wins, you know. And as you mentioned, it's a win to fail. Mm -hmm. You start a business, mm -hmm. you learn more marketing skills, you learn more sales skills, you learn more whatever the case is. You're mm -hmm. going to take that with you in the next your next business. Mm -hmm. So for you, out of curiosity, is there anything that you've ever started and then quit? Um. I, I mean, I've quit a job before. Um, I've definitely had the nine to five. Yeah. And I felt quite <laughs> accomplished with getting that job, but didn't feel fulfilled in the end. And mm -hmm. I feel like that's where my life is like, all right, we're due for an upgrade. And I ultimately finished my time there to start my charcuterie business. Um, and I think it's so interesting how much culture plays a role in our decision making, especially if you think traditionally or if you've ever had a normal job nine to five. I feel like we all kind of are familiar with that expectation just to have like a good, stable job. Um, I think that it's not serving you if it's not serving you. I don't know if that makes sense. If, I mean, you think about with the interviews and with the job process that you want to make sure that they like you and they want to make sure that you are valuable to them. But um, I think it's so important to remember, like, is this worth my time? Like, are, am I valued? Am I appreciated? Is this helping me get to me? helping me get to where I want to be? Is this helping with my goals? Um, and I think that's where a lot of people lose 
the feeling of satisfaction in their job or where they are in life is because, um, like, the reason behind why they do things. It really goes down to, like, am I getting this job because my parents will feel proud of me? Am I getting this job because not having a job is more stressful? Or am I getting this job because I think that my friends will like me if I have this nice job doing whatever it is, you know? I think it really matters if you're intentionally present, if you, I don't know, I've, I've obviously had to reevaluate where my time is being spent and being intentional and choosing to live every day, which is borrowed time to me. Yeah. But I value my time so much that I don't want to spend any of it where it's not being used to the best or being appreciated or, um, and with that said, I did, did wrap up my time with my job. I was just that, you know, I know when I'm nine to five and I feel like for me, God was just like, okay, this idea that you had, let's just like pop the floaties and like jump in the deep end. And I was like, <laughs> huh? like today he's like, um, you know, I like to be professional and leave a two week notice. So I had a two week notice, but there's a day that I was like, Hey, <laughs> this is the day we're going to put it in. And there was no part-time charcuterie, part-time job. It was the day that I ended was the day I started and I started sales and I got sales mm -hmm. and it was all, all in. Wow. And I feel like you just got to pop your floaties and jump in the deep end. Yeah. There could be sharks. But, uh, <laughs> and there will be sharks. Yeah, there will be sharks. Um, but I mean, but as you overcome the sharks, you become stronger and stronger, right? And if you just pop the floaties and jump <laughs> in the deep end, it's sink or swim. Are you gonna sink right. or are you gonna swim? You're probably gonna swim because mm -hmm. nobody wants to lose their house or whatever, right? Yeah, there's, I forget. And I'll quote this one wrong too. <laughs> uh, Tony Robbins. And obviously he gets it from somebody else, but it's burn the boats. Mm -hmm. Same methodology behind it. But then there it becomes needs and there becomes wants. Mm -hmm. And once something becomes a need, you're always going to achieve it. Mm -hmm. You know, you might not get your wants, but your need is to take care of your family. Your need is to take care of yourself. Your need is to pay your rent, your mortgage. Right. So it's like on the night you don't want to work. Well, if you don't have the financial needs to pay your mortgage tomorrow, you're going to go work. Right. And so that's where I love the pop the floaties and jump in on the deep end because you essentially create the need to make the business succeed. Mm -hmm. I like our friend Isabel. Shout out Isabel. Um, she's so rad. Just had to say, um, she said in, uh, uh, in this conversation we were having about getting sales and re meet meeting goals where she was like, in my head, I literally feel the urgency to reach my goals for that day. As if, if I don't meet this goal, I will have something bad, like something that will happen to my relative. Like, it's that serious. 
And if you are in that situation where it's that serious to you and that urgent, then you will find a way to make things happen. So it's, I think you just have to have the urgency. If you look at life, a lot of people are paralyzed by comfort and paralyzed by being in a place that is uh, like just drifting. Yeah. And like, they're just letting life pass through them. They're not really like urgent about anything. And for some reason that just like makes them feel, they'd rather choose that choice than to be uncomfortable and maybe step outside their comfort zone. And it's, uh, sometimes you're a spectator. I just had this thought the other day that most people are spectators of life. They'll look at people's Instagram They'll watch TV. They're watching other people's lives happening. The Kardashians are watching the Kardashians or they're watching whatever. And they're watching people live their life. So people are like literally eating popcorn and watching like people live their life. They're just here as a spectator. There are other people who are literally living their life and they're making things happen. But they are paying the price that comes with living life. But it's it's giving back to them tenfold because they are just having all these these experiences. They're going skydiving they're doing all these things. But there are a lot of people on the other side of the screen watching on YouTube who are just spectating and they get to the end of their life. And sadly, they don't have any memories. They don't have any experiences. And it's really quite crazy for me to think. And I don't want to be a spectator. I don't want to be someone who just watches cool things happen. I mean, I'm... I'm someone who just like has this hunger to just experience life because um, through my personal beliefs, like I think that you can spectate from heaven. You can spectate from anywhere, you know? Yeah. And like I could have just spectated as a spirit and just watched life happen for everyone else down there. But I was like, no, I want to like be here and experience it. Like I... I don't want to have just a front row seat to everything, but. I love that. I've actually not, I don't think I've ever heard what you just said. I don't oh, really? want to touch on that. And maybe I haven't watched the right video, but a lot of people do spectate. And that brings me back to what I mentioned earlier is a lot of people believe in God, but a lot of people don't know mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. because Believing in God to me is the comfort. Oh, I think he's there. You know, I mm-hmm. have faith he's there. Mm-hmm. But I'll be okay being at my nine to five job. And not to hate on nine to five jobs. Yeah, if that yeah. if that's your purpose and you love that, that's fine. Yeah. But if you're somebody out there that is living the nine to five job and is just staying there because you're comfortable, mm-hmm. well, change your perspective. Know that there's something greater for yourself. Don't just believe there's something greater for yourself. Know it. Mm-hmm. And then you'll be able to make it happen because you'll actually go take action. Mm -hmm. You'll stop thinking, oh, the Kardashians have the nicest private jet. (laughs) Yeah. Well, why can't you have that jet? Right. Why can't you have that house? Mm -hmm. Why can't you have that business? Like, why not you? It's right there. Why not you? The quality of questions you're asking yourself is the quality of life you're going to live. Oh, I love that. Stop asking yourself, huh, I wonder what it would be like. Find out for yourself. Figure it out. 
oh, that would be so cool to go skydiving. Oh, that'd be co so cool to go on a private jet. Oh, that'd be so cool to own that yacht. Well, why not go experience it for yourself? Exactly. Yeah, I love that. Because you can. And it goes back to just choosing. Mm -hmm. Have that life vision for yourself, who you want to become, what you want to achieve. See where you're at now. And if you don't know what the next step is, that's okay. Don't be that floating driftwood. Just choose something. Mm -hmm. If you love doing lemonade stands as a kid, why not just go start another lemonade yeah. business? Yeah. Not saying that that's the most effective way to do it. Maybe it is for you, not for everyone, but just start. Mm -hmm. And something that I've noticed personally coming up as a trend, in my opinion, and this is not business advice, mm -hmm. but the non-alcoholic alcohol drinks. Mm-hmm. Just start with a trend similar to you. You mm -hmm. noticed that there was a trend in charcuterie, the charcuterie business. Mm -hmm. Find a trend and start with it. Mm -hmm. Just start. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Have you seen The Greatest Showman? Oh, I love that show. So good. I listen to the soundtrack <laughs> all the time and it bugs my wife. <laughs> <laughs> I like listen to it going to the gym, admittedly, I know, and then... <laughs> and it's a little it's a strange mixture but it gets me pumped okay um i i love that movie so much it's one of my favorites and i love the part it does not have any audible conversation during this part it's purely just um this whole scene they just take it in and he there's the main guy the main circus guy and he's at his day job I know I hate day jobs. I just didn't like mine. <laughs> um, but he was at his and he was just going through the motions. He goes up from his desk to like sharpen his pencil and looks out the window. And there's literally a cemetery right there. And he's just sharpening his pencil and he looks over. And this look on his face was like, is this it? Like, is this literally my life like is this where it ends too and it's so crazy because if you know the day-to-day -day of a nine-to-five it's just the same thing and a week passes by a month passes by and by the end of your life like unless you change something that's you can see what your life's gonna look like down the road and it was so crazy to see that I mean it changed me forever because it was like if you don't change anything nothing will change you know and that makes me think i'm like what if my life didn't change that sounds like that brings such a sad anxiety depressive feeling to me yeah. but i'm like what if i did change everything mm -hmm. that makes me so happy it brightens me up and goes back to those questions what if i did change everything what if I became financially free? What if I created the business? Mm -hmm. What if I, if you aren't into business, what if you found the job that gave you that burning fire to mm -hmm. actually show up and love your day? Yeah. Like that perspective alone is powerful. And I love that analogy because it takes one change in your perspective to change your life. So true. He looked up one time from sharpening his pencil, and I'm sure he's done that a million times before. Not mm -hmm. that we saw it in On the show. Pilot, probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He just goes and sharpens his pencil, and then it took one moment for him to look up and be like, oh, there's something greater for me. 
I think it's like also that he looked down a path that he. It's like you know Alice Wonderland. He like looked down a path from the front of the road, without going down that road even even further. He's like, okay, that's where it ends, and he's like, we're turning around right now. <laughs> we're going <laughs> that direction, and sometimes it's looking at what you don't want to know what you really want. It's like you have that really bad job that you don't love, you loathe it. And so you're craving this job that you just love. You don't want to go to work. You loathe going. You have this just terrible, sick feeling in your stomach every time you drive there. You want a job that like pumps you up like you're listening to The Greatest Showman. <laughs> you're just like so loving life. Like, um, that's what you want. Like you want something. Everyone wants that. Everyone can agree that that's what they really want in life. They want to be happy. Yeah. You know? Um, and why not you? Why not you? Yeah. It's. Everybody wants it, but it takes action. Happiness just doesn't come. Because happiness, in my mind, is equal to fulfillment. Mm -hmm. And for me, looking at what you don't want, take a look at your life. Mm -hmm. What are you not happy with? What's bringing that toxic emotion and thoughts and behaviors? Mm hmm. Just start there. Look at what you don't want. Mm -hmm. Become aware of it. Yeah. Understand the pain of holding on to it and the pleasure of transforming it. Mm -hmm. And go take action to transform it. Because if you did that alone, even just even if you recognize 10 things you're not happy with and you just started with one today, mm -hmm. you'll look back in your life one, five, 10 years. And you'll become a person that you're so proud of being. Mm-hmm. And it just takes one choice. It takes looking up one time to see that there's something greater for yourself. Oh, it's so true. Are you are you a fan of Ed Milet? I, <laughs> I can see it on your face. <laughs> he is my favorite besides myself. <laughs> He's my fa favorite coach in the world. Oh my gosh, me too. I'll tell you why. He's not fake. Oh, he's, he's so real. I would say he's a billionaire by now mm -hmm. or at very close. But he he's not afraid to say there's days I miss working out. There's days that I miss things in my business. There's days that things slip through the cracks. He's not fake about it. Some yeah. of these coaches out here are acting perfect. They're, yeah. they're not. Oh, we love him for a lot. But he's so real. Mm -hmm. And not that that's the only thing that makes him my favorite. Yeah. He's just... His energy is so vibrant. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited to see him. We're actually going to the event for yeah. Keaton Hoskins or seeing him in Utah. But, no, he's one of my heroes as well. And he wrote a book called The Power of One More. Have you heard yeah, of it? Yeah, I love it. And I love how he says, you are one decision, one job, one relationship, one podcast away from a totally different life. And that's like exactly what you were just saying, how, I mean, you don't have to stress so much about like, you know, paralyzed by all decisions that could alter your life. I mean, that's not what we want to like, that's not what I want to convey by bringing that up. But I think you're only one, that you're only one step away from, uh, making the greatest choice, but you won't know unless you take that step. And I think 
um, quitting my job was one step and where it lead me to make another choice to start this business that I have never been in the culinary industry. And I haven't been in the wedding industry before, just took one decision. Um, Making a friendship with you, one decision. Um, And everything just ripple effects from that. And people are so paralyzed by decisions that they never make any. They're okay with not, they, they know that there's change involved and change is scary to a lot of people because you don't have any secure outcomes when it comes to risk. And that's associated with choice making is there's a risk. But anything with a risk is paired with a potential greater outcome. That's yeah. far better than you were before you made that decision. And I've definitely done a lot of risky things in business. I mean, safe risks (laughs) Um, that have, you know, putting myself out there by outsource, um, outsourcing things to my team or uh, reaching out to a potential client. There's always a risk of rejection or a risk of it not working out. But just that one opportunity or that one chance that it will work out is worth it it's like stop acting as if your goals are so far away it is one more yeah it's one more friendship one more handshake one more smile because you smile at the right person Mm -hmm. and they come offer you that opportunity that you've been looking for it's just you're one more away your goals aren't so far away really or complimenting that girl on the swig drive through this morning. She gave you a free swig drink. Shout out to, I think her name was Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, I wasn't like, I know that if I compliment her hair, she's going to give me a free drink. So I'm going to do it. Like, you never know. But yeah. I, you know, I'm gracious for that. But um, so kind of her to do that. But you just never know, like, what kindness will do or what a gesture will do or serving. Um, and just like trying to give also, you'll always give back. Like you'll always get back way more than you give. Yeah. Which is a principle that my friend Mikey taught me. And I am so grateful for that because it totally added this huge perspective of just going out in life and just giving, giving, giving. You'll always have more than you need coming back to you. And that comes back to serve without expectation. Mm -hmm. You complimented that girl's hair because you really liked her hair and you received back, but you weren't, if I compliment her hair, I'm going to get a free drink. (laughs) Maybe a cookie too. (laughs) (laughs) But it's the serve without expectation. Mm -hmm. I, right now we're doing this podcast with the intention to serve Mm -hmm. individuals, to fire something inside of them so that they go create the life that they deserve. Mm -hmm. Of course, we'll probably get something back from it. But if we didn't, we benefit from this conversation because I value our relationship. Mm -hmm. I value this is making me want to go create bigger (laughs) things. Right. But I assume we're going to value other people. And hopefully Mm -hmm. there is something that gets back, but there's no expectation. 
Yeah, everyone go blow up Braden's podcast. <laughs> exactly. And it's the it's the simple things in life too. Complimenting somebody's hair can change somebody's day. Mm-hmm. And not to get all depressive or anything, but <laughs> depression and suicide are a real thing. Mm-hmm. And to compliment that girl's hair, she may have given you a free drink out of the simple fact that you could have just saved her life. Because she could have been planning to commit suicide you just after that day of work. Yeah. And maybe that's not true. But what if it was? What if you did save that person's life? Like, who was it that, that said, treat everybody as if they're going through a really hard trial? Because most of the time they are. Yeah. And I think that it's very easy to say that I think a lot of us are going through at least one thing right now. I would agree with that. And I think, like, people are human and we all have feelings none of us are came on the earth came without feelings at at, at least at the beginning sometimes <laughs> i think of like there's some world leaders maybe lost them along the way but what exactly. i'm saying is that everyone has feelings and if people who are difficult to love even are people who need the love the most there's always an opportunity to be kind to others. People will always be put in your path to serve. I think that it's just how the universe kind of works all together is we're not here alone. We're literally surrounded by people all the time at the store or even our, in our cars where we can't say anything to people. We can let people go ahead of us. We could... Um, not get road rage, um, <laughs> spare them the, um, the maybe less than kind encounter, um, or letting like an old person cross the street instead of trying to get somewhere quicker. I think there's always an opportunity yeah, to serve, um, to share your gifts if you're willing yeah. I think what you look for will happen. It's like the basic part of manifestation. I feel like manifestation is just the the flow of your life, like the flow of your life with the universe. I feel like what you want out of it, it'll reciprocate. So there's like the uh there's I, I'm multilingual, as we already talked about. So sometimes I am going through all the languages before English. I'm like, what? what is that word? Um, just the idea of reciprocity is that whatever you... If you put good out in the world, go come back. Yeah. Like, who knows? Maybe it was the person I paid for behind me in the soap drive-thru. It came back. I mean, I, I really don't want to make it sound like I just want free drinks, although Swig can sponsor us. I'd be mad. Um, but I think not wanting anything back, I think. Mm-hmm. Just being a good human. I agree with that. I just want to make the world better. And it goes back to kind of thinking about what you're not happy with in life. 
also expect the worst out of other people. You know, mm -hmm. if we if you treated everybody as if they were going through the worst time in their life right now, the person that cut through you off, maybe maybe they're in labor and they're just trying to get to the hospital. You never like, know. We're in Utah. <laughs> <laughs> that could be <laughs> Like, just act as if they are having a hard time. Mm -hmm. And instead of being like, screw you, you know, yeah. and getting all mad and whether that's in road rage or you're going to swig or going to the store or driving and just waving to somebody. When you have that mentality, when somebody does cut, cut you off, it's more, I really hope they're having a good day instead of, I wish they have the worst day in their life. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, it's, it's perspective. And like you said, we're at least all going through one thing. And for the people that aren't willing to admit that they're going through something hard with that one thing, they probably have multiple things going on that we don't know mm -hmm. about. I mean, when could, I mean, even like the most richest, successful person, I think could benefit from a, like a small compliment, even the person with the most, you know, the most ego, <laughs> the biggest ego in the world, like still can benefit from kindness. Yeah. I don't think that there's anyone that couldn't. And I think there's like a small part of us inside, even if we want to admit it or not, I think that we all have good in us as well. Like, I think just being a human, we want to love and be loved. Even if that's like, that's a whole different subject, but I feel like, like what you said with gratitude, I think operating at a level of love and gratitude is such a high level of frequency that your physical, like your physiology is literally different when you're sitting at a high level of gratitude. People who observe and practice gratitude, you'll notice that they are also most likely very healthy or they just have this radiance about them. And it's, it's scientifically proven that the level that they're operating at with their body, that it's just higher. And that's why when, uh, I don't know, sometimes people don't think that being positive will actually do anything. That it's maybe... It's in their heads. It's just in their it's heads. Woo -woo. Where, like, it's literally, <laughs> like, there's nothing good about that. <laughs> but... Yeah. I think it, I mean, have you ever walked into a room and you just feel like a heaviness? Oh, yeah. Like that's a low operating. There's something there. There's a lot of different ones. I'm huge into energy. And so I feel like energy is hand in hand with manifestation, with success, with mindset. And if you are practicing gratitude and you're practicing love i feel like people there are those people in your life everyone has this person in their life where you just can't help but feel good when you're around them and you can't help but feel better after being with them yeah and i think it all starts with you and whatever is inside of you literally radiates and people can feel it whoever's around you in proximity they could feel it I feel like whatever you want in life as well, I think if your choices affect other people. Yes, it's just about you in a sense where like, doesn't affect anyone if you make your bed or not. 
technically, I guess. Or if you chose to eat something different, then you probably should. I don't know. I think your choices lead you to bigger choices, microscopic choices, I should say, and build up to bigger choices that will affect who you are and it'll affect your surroundings. Those bigger choices will most likely affect your family, your kids, your relationships. And I think, like personally, I just want to be a good steward over my life and give my life as a way of being grateful for my second chance in life. And I think... I, I think it would be valuable to suggest that others reflect on their choice, not their choices. Like I am not <laughs> um, judging anybody, but hopefully taking a self inventory of what are your small choices you're making every day? Are they helping you become a better person or helping those around you? Who are you becoming? Because we're constantly evolving. Humans, we're always evolving. I think we're either evolving for humanity or something else. Yeah. I love that you say evolving because it's, it's a consistent way of becoming better. And I believe that encompasses the power of one more is that if you're becoming 1% better every day, and I know that's pretty cliche to say, but truly, if you're becoming 1% better every day, right. you're eliminating one thing that's not serving you every day, you're evolving over time, and it's not immediate transformation. Now, I do believe in one immediate transformation because that's the pop your flow, just jump in on the deep end mm -hmm. and transform. Mm -hmm. But if you compare transformation and evolution together, then your life will be a very extraordinary. Yeah, I mean, like all of our favorite people, like Ed Milet, um, Oprah, and Mel Robbins, great leaders, they all started somewhere and they all came as a human. I mean, we have yeah. our advantages and disadvantages, but I think that we are all destined for greatness. And as Ed Milet says, that I think about every day is that you are not ordinary, you are extraordinary, and you are meant to do something great with your life. And that alone can open the door to any kind of life you want to have. Yep. You just have to believe it. I agree with that. I could talk to you. Forever, I know. <laughs> this has been a very extraordinary, not an ordinary podcast, <laughs> truly, because anyone can listen to this and get so many nuggets to take home with them. So to wrap it up, I want to see you for who you are. You're, you're creating big things in this world. Thank you. And you might be, I'm not going to say my, I know you're making those charcuterie boards out of love and you're passing <laughs> that love onto people and making, <laughs> exactly. You're making this world a better place. And those compliments to people like the girls at Swig or, that smile you you do radiate your frequency is very high and i know you're gonna you've already gone so far in life and i know you're gonna go so much further in life because you have the ability to make somebody feel loved so thank you for being on here 
Thank you for saying that. Yeah, of course. And how can I in the audience ultimately serve you? Oh, I was just about to ask the same question, Brayden. I would love to invite you to follow me on Instagram or my charcuterie Instagram. There's a lot of fun things there. Um, I would love to serve you at your events and special events in your life. And yes, guys, please, please go follow Breeden. I love this movement and I love just the value that he's bringing. Please go follow him and share this with anybody who would love to hear something uplifting or, um, I mean, he's got so many episodes that I, I invite you to go and listen to. So I'm a huge fan. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Thank you so much. And I, one last question Mm -hmm. that I ask everybody is what is your definition of the prosperous life of a prosperous life? I should say. I think that it's, ooh, that's such a good question. There's so many ways I could answer that. What is a prosperous life? I think it is having a life that, and this could be at any point of your life, you can live prosperly, is one that is impactful, one that's intentional and living a life that is constantly giving to make the world a better place. I absolutely love that. Is there any last words that you'd like to share with the audience? I... I just want to say that if there's something right now that you are thinking about doing, I gave you permission to do it right now. <laughs> um, I'm not your aunt, your mom, your sister. Your, I am your friend. Um, but I'm rooting, rooting for you right now to have the courage to do the thing that you want to do. And I promise that there's an amazing life that is waiting for you and that you're destined for greatness. You can do absolutely anything that you want to do in this life. And all you got to do is show up and take that first step. I love that. One choice. You got to look out the window when you're sharpening your pencil. See Mm -hmm. something greater, right? Well, thank you guys so much. Truly, go follow Tiana and hire her for your events. She does make her charcuteries with love. So everybody (laughs) else at your events will feel amazing as well. And ultimately, thank you guys so much. If there's somebody that you think of that could really use this message, share it with them and like, follow, leave a review. Thank you guys so much and have a wonderful day.